this is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Hello, everyone. It's me, back on the mic. No camera, no guest. I truly do not remember the last time I recorded a strictly solo podcast episode, so I'm very, very excited to be here in your ears today. Thank you so much for choosing to turn on this episode of The Alchemized Life. I have been having a lot of really fun conversations lately where I've been asked and have been sharing so much of my journey and my process of the shifts that have happened in my business, like from the very beginning. And in doing so and having these conversations, I've realized that there's just a lot of value and a lot of gold here that I believe will be really helpful for those of you that are earlier on in business, are at a point where you feel yourself aligning with your true north even more than ever before and are ready to put your foot on the gas and go. And I feel like that for so many people right now. Like I said, I've been having a lot of conversations about this where people are just ready, you know, we're out of COVID, we're adjusting to the world as it was prior to COVID, but also slightly different. And it feels like whatever fog or resonance of 2020 and then 2021 and even into 2022 has totally lifted. And with that, it's been interesting because the world of online education, online coaching, digital marketing, selling group offers and programs in the online space, whether it's on Instagram, via podcasts, Facebook, you name it, is a little different than it was over the past two years. And I'm not sure if you feel that for those of you that maybe started your business in 2020 or 2021. I feel like a lot of people in my world did start their business around that time. And so I've been getting a lot of feedback on how it's felt almost like a little bit harder to attract people at the same rate that they were necessarily attracting people in 2020 and 2021 when everyone was online and there was nothing to do but plug in to the online space. And while I totally hear and in different ways have also experienced that, I am not about putting blanket statements like that out into the world where it feels like it's out of our control because that's just the way the world is now. 
So I wanted to record this episode to share a bit about my journey of shifting from one-on-one to group experiences, the things that I've learned along the way, and how in my process of shifting my business model and taking everything online, I was able to create a lot of momentum even before the pandemic started and before 2020 that has stuck with me as I have created more group experiences, gotten a lot of my time back, been able to scale my income as well because I'm not trading time for money with just constantly being booked with one-to-one. And so this conversation is going to be super supportive for anybody that is earlier on in business. For those of you that are maybe at a point also where you're like, I'm ready to move away from one-to-one. I want more of my time back. I want to make more money. I don't want to be chained to my phone or to Voxer or to my computer constantly on calls. I want freedom because that's why we all started our business. So that's my intention for this episode. And I think also for those of you that are maybe like trying to figure out what your purpose is, there's going to be some helpful pieces in here for you as well too. So let's freaking go. Let's dive into it. Let's make some magic. Let's make it fun. And I think where I want to start with this is way back in 2018 when I started the podcast, this was such a valuable space for me because I started the podcast and started posting on Instagram before I even knew what I wanted to do or how I wanted to monetize. I just enjoyed creating content. I liked having dope conversations with people. I wanted to be a podcaster and I've talked about that before in um, episodes that I've recorded previously. And I knew that like sponsorships and monetization were a part of the long-term plan, but I really went into it just with this deep desire to create epic content. And so from 2018 all the way into 2019, I literally just focused on creating good shit, sharing my story, refining my voice, building a community, getting engaged with people that were listening to the podcast. I mean, we had a podcast launch party. We had a one-year party. We did everything up to the nines because I really was just so excited to be building community outside of my local area. And from there, after about a year of the podcast, I decided to launch my coaching, my one-to-one coaching. And it was amazing. It was so much fun. And it was also freaking exhausting because I was still podcasting. I was still teaching in studios and I was working with brands. I was literally being pulled in so many different directions. And so by the end of 2019, I made the decision of going all in on my coaching business and starting to turn down brand deals, sponsorships on the podcast, and teaching gigs as well. So this was all pre-pandemic. But one of the things that bummed me out about the year of one-to-one coaching that I did was that I was literally glued to my computer, to meetings, to my cell phone responding back to people because they had so much access to me. And I was only making $4,000 a month from coaching. I was putting so much effort into these relationships. And granted, I didn't really know a thing or two about pricing at that point. But I took a step back and I looked at it and I said, this is not, this doesn't feel like an equal energetic exchange. This doesn't feel 
aligned with where I want to go, how much money I want to make. And also I feel so deeply that I'm here to do more, that there's something bigger on my heart. And so I want to talk a little bit about how I transitioned from actually being terrified of groups at that point to creating a seven-figure business built almost solely on groups. Yeah, the million dollars that I have generated in revenue is almost solely on groups. It is a very, very, very small percentage one-to-one. And I think that that is so freaking expansive for people to hear because the most that I've ever charged for a group experience was $2,500. Yeah. So you can absolutely 100% scale a business to seven figures on groups alone and not have anything high ticket, which to me feels amazing because yes, high ticket is fun. And at the same time, I want as many people as possible getting in front of my work. And so I had that moment where I was like, this doesn't feel right. I'm doing so much work. I'm only making $4,000, like not even as much as I was making when I was working a desk job. And I'm working way more because with everything else that I'm doing. And I'm freaking terrified of creating a group experience. I don't know about you, but for those of you that are coaches or service-based entrepreneurs, and you primarily do one-to-one, one of the big fears that I had was like, oh my God, will I be able to create as big of an impact on the people in my world if they're not connected to me at the hip in a one-to-one setting? Will people want to even be in a group or will people only value working with me one-to-one? And so I had all of these fears going into creating groups or deciding that I was going to create groups. But more importantly, I had passion and I had a fire and I had excitement and I knew what my true north was. I knew where I wanted to go. I knew that I was building something bigger than just one-to-one. And so first and foremost, some of the work that I had to do was getting over those fears. And I always say that The way over fears is just through the fear itself, (laughs) moving through the fear itself, taking the action to get to the other side, because really any of the fears that are coming up for you right now around building your business, scaling your business, shifting from one to one to groups comes down to this idea that you will inevitably be unsafe, fail, be judged, not be supported, not be enough, and your ego will hurt or your bank account will hurt. And so there's very real fears there, of course. We want to make sure you can pay your bills. And at the same time, there are certain fears that you likely have right now that can be there and can exist while you're taking big action towards the desire that you have. And so for me, in the beginning, before I launched my first group, one of the biggest fears that I had to get over And put aside was that people won't get an impact or won't be impacted in the same way that they are one-to-one. And that was something that I just had to say, you know what, I'm just going to put this aside. Another fear that I had, tell me if this resonates with you, is that I was so scared that only one person would sign up. I was terrified only one person would sign up. And in the case of that, rather than just putting it aside, I was like, what's a contingency plan? What if only one person signs up? 
And so having that conversation with myself, I was like, all right, well, my ego won't totally love it. But that one person is probably going to be stoked because they're going to get one to one with me because I'm still going to run the program. I'm still going to show up and support them. I'm still going to be excited about the work and I'm still going to let this be my starting point. And so what I started doing was just going through the fears and asking myself, do I need to have a conversation about this fear and create a contingency plan? Or can I just put this aside because it's not relevant or it's not helping or it's not in support of me creating or being more agile in making my business better? or making me a stronger leader. And so for those of you that are listening to this, what I would suggest doing is just taking a moment right now and asking yourself, what is the fear? Or what are the fears? Are any of those fears, fears that you can just put aside, set down, let them be in the room, let them exist as you take the action but not let them be a giant wall between the thing that you desire and who you are right now. And then are there other fears there that maybe do need a contingency plan? Sometimes I feel like in the spiritual and wellness space, we can look at fear as just something that we energetically have to get through, but I find it to be very, very helpful in quieting the fear, if necessary, to create a contingency plan. If it were to happen, how could I be okay? How could I make sure that I'm not falling flat on my face? How could I set myself up for inevitable success regardless of how things turn out? So that's how I started warming myself up to the idea of running a group experience. I was like, I'm ready. Let's do this. I want more money. I want to make a bigger impact. I want more space in my day. I did not sign up for working 10 hours a day. Okay, and here's the fears, which ones can I set aside and which ones need contingency plans? So that was the first step that I took when I started transitioning from one-to-one to group programs and group experiences. And what's so cool about this is that so many of the fears that I was like, I'm just going to set this aside, whether they ended up being quote-unquote real or not, Moving through the action removed the fear. Moving through the action replaced the fear with a new belief, a new standard, a new idea, a new perspective. And so it's going to be different, of course, depending on what your fear is. But for example, people don't get as big of an impact from the work as they would if they were working with me one to one. That actually became the farthest from true. I started seeing the most phenomenal results in my group experiences because of the community element of it. People were getting something so much more than just the transformation or just the relationship between them and I. They were creating community, family together. I mean, the first time that I launched the Academy of Breath, people got together not only in person, but to create businesses from the relationships that they established inside of AOB. In my Catalyst group, the first time I ran it, some of those individuals went on to hang out with each other, to meet up in person. And so they actually received so much more, yes, impacted by the work and by the processes and by the things that I taught them and by the mentorship and coaching that I gave them in the container, but also from the relationships and the community 
which we all need. And so it was so cool to go from this feeling of people won't be as impacted by my work because it's not one-to-one to, wow, the results are bigger and better than ever. And to find that fear removed and replaced with a belief as empowering as that helped me to get even more behind my desire and my passion and my excitement around creating group experiences. Because then once I saw that, I was like, how do I turn up the volume on this? How do I make it more community driven? How do I make it even easier for people to connect? How do I make it an experience of a lifetime that adds all of these different elements of what we desire as human beings from growth to connection to our spirit, to connection to a higher power, to connection to each other. And so it was just so cool to see these new beliefs come in as I just went through the action and went through the process. And the reason I wanted to share that with you guys is because so often we hold back until we feel some type of way some type of ready, some type of confidence to take the big action. And we don't always fully believe in ourselves and think that we have to fully believe in ourselves in order to take the big action. And something that came up for me the other day as I was thinking about this is like, what if it's not necessarily I fully believe in myself as far as being able to execute this launch or being able to show up on social media every day or being able to make a million dollars by the end of the year. But what if it was like, I just believe that I'm always going to keep showing up for this. I believe that I'm going to be the person that is willing to refine, willing to get better, willing to learn from their mistakes, willing to put themselves out there, never going to back down. That's a belief that I can get behind. I know that I'm that type of person because that's a choice that I'm making. And so this new belief of I'm going to continue showing up no matter what, I'm going to continue putting my whole heart into the experiences that I'm creating and getting better and better and better allowed for me to go into these new experiences and take these big actions and put myself out there in ways that I hadn't before without needing to be fully ready or have this 150% belief in myself. So hopefully that lands for you guys. Think about it that way. What if it's not about you being totally, totally ready? And it's more about, do you believe that you're going to show up no matter what? Do you believe that you're never going to give up? Do you believe that you're always going to be devoted to yourself and your journey and your business in whatever form your business takes over the years? So that was so big for me. It was so big for me in the beginning to just establish that belief. And on top of that, as I was shifting from the model of working with people one-to-one into groups and letting go of those fears that I mentioned, one of the most powerful beliefs that I, that I established outside of just the belief in self was that everything that I was doing And everything that I was putting effort into was having a compounding effect on itself, whether I saw a immediate external result or not. And this was so big because one of the fears that I had around will people sign up came from me feeling like 
I would put an email out there and people wouldn't sign up right away. And then I would kind of get scared and be like, well, maybe no one's going to sign up. So I'm just not going to talk about it anymore. I don't know if you guys have ever done that. If you've launched something on your Instagram stories or to your email list or your podcast or wherever it is that you create content and you don't get the response back right away and you're like, oh, nope, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm just going to stop talking about it. I'm going to back away and no one's even going to remember. So I had done that several times and shifting from that need for instant gratification and a need for an instant validation of people are signing up, people want this, into everything is adding up. There is a compound effect of every single action I take was so supportive of me not putting so much pressure on every single action, but also me believing that it truly is all adding up. And that's the truth. The things that I did a year ago, the things that I did two years ago, led to people at this point, summer of 2023, deciding to join the Academy of Breath. There are things that I did at the beginning of this year that will have an impact on the holidays of 2024. And so there's this level of patience, of course, and a level of letting go of control, but also just holding that belief that like everything that you're doing right now is adding up. So don't worry if it doesn't instantly result in a sale. If you send one email and no one signs up for it, don't decide to unschedule the rest of the emails. If you post an Instagram story and you get five clicks but no one buys, don't just write it off as no one's interested in this offer. Y'all, I have been doing this for years at this point. And I remember in the beginning, I would look at how many people clicked. And if no one had bought, I was like, this sucks. Why aren't these people buying? I would get resentful. I'd be like, why the heck aren't you guys buying? Why are you checking out my stuff? Now... When I see the stats of how many people clicked on the link, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting, whether people bought or not. Because what I know to be true is that if people are clicking, if people are viewing, if people are liking, if people are commenting, if people are engaging, if people are following, they are interested. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here. And so can you trust that all of the things that you're doing today are adding up for a bigger tomorrow? You have to hold that. You truly have to hold that, especially when it comes to group experiences, especially, especially if you are someone who has been working only one-to-one, only pitching your one-to-one, only prioritizing and focusing on your one-to-one, and that's the only thing that's been in your marketing and your messaging and your content for a year, two years, three years, there's going to be a warm-up place where the people that are in your audience right now are so used to seeing you as only one-to-one that they might just need to take a minute to get used to these new offers that you're putting out, used to the group experiences, and just start to associate you with groups. So trust that it's all adding up. I wanted to end this conversation because there's so many different ways that I could go with talking about this. But I wanted to end this conversation with where things started really taking off for me and what I was doing around the time and just some tips for you all. I'm leading my annual mini mind at the end of August. It's called the Group Magic Mini Mind. And I'm really excited because this has been on my heart for several years, actually. I've wanted to create a program called Group Magic. And 
Every year I run a mini mind, which is a mini mastermind. It's six to eight weeks. This one is going to be eight weeks, so it's a little bit longer. It's two months. And I decided that I wanted this mini mind to be like a hybrid of a mastermind space where we're doing hot seat coaching. There's mentorship. You have access to me in between calls in the group space. So there's a really deep community element of it. And then also training, like curriculum around creating, scaling, refining, group experiences from the launching and selling aspect of it but also from the space holding aspect of it so that you are creating these really intimate and impactful experiences for people on a group level and also looking at how you can take the work that you've been doing in a one-on-one setting or even the work that you've been doing in your own personal experience if you're somebody who's just starting out and knows that you want to do groups and don't want to do one-to-one but how you can reverse engineer and actually create a process out of this work so that a large group of people can utilize it and validate it and be impacted by the process since leading a group experience is very different than one-to-one. So you really, in group experiences, want to have a process that you're taking people through. Obviously, there's changes and shifts that you can make with a group dynamic where you're adjusting based off of the feedback and the people that are inside the group as you go. But obviously in a one-to-one setting, you're having direct conversation with one person, meeting that one person's need. And so it's just different. And so we're going to talk about that inside the Group Magic Mini Mind. If you want to join the Group Magic Mini Mind, because we do still have spaces available, I'll leave the link inside of the show notes for you. You can also just send me a DM at Ava Johanna and reach out to me and see if it's a good fit. I will let you know if it's a good fit or not. So if you have any desire inside of you, reach out to me. Right now, we're actually doing $500 off plus a one-on-one call with me since it doesn't start until end of August so that we can start working together and start getting some momentum built around your group experiences that you're creating. Okay, that's all I have to say about group magic. So anyways, where I wanted to end was really talking about where my groups and why my groups really started taking off. And so the reason why I started this talking about the podcast starting in 2018, then going into one-to-one coaching is that, like I mentioned, there was a lot of effort and content and trust built over that two-year period before I started offering groups. So there was this compound effect happening where people knew who I was, they were watching my journey, they were a part of different masterclasses or workshops or events that I taught at or listened to the podcast religiously. And so there was this trust established there that once the offer that was right for those people was born and brought into the world, they knew without a shadow of a doubt that they were meant to be inside of it. And so my group experiences really started taking off when I started getting more and more clear on what the process, the offer, and the experience that felt so deeply aligned with my greatest gifts my greatest passions, and what I believe to be my mission. So I want to ask you, if you think about the groups or the masterclasses or the masterminds or the programs or the offers that you desire to create, when you think about them, do they feel very, very much aligned with what feels like your full freaking zone of genius? Or... Does it feel like maybe my people will like this because this is the type of content that they usually respond well to on social media? 
or this is what people have asked me for, or this is what I learned in a training. This is what people usually come to me for advice on. You know, sometimes coaches will tell you that's what you should do for your work is what people tell you, ask you for advice on. What is it that is your passion? What is it that you feel like you could recite in your sleep? What is it that you feel and you know you stand behind fully as your gift? And sometimes we have to kiss a lot of frogs <laughs> to find what that is. And so that's okay if you're still in that frog kissing phase. But the more that you take the time to kind of take a step back and be with yourself and notice what feels really good, what do you feel passionate about, what do you get fired up about, what do you, again, know the back of your hand, the more that you take the time to step back and evaluate that, I really believe the faster you'll find that like golden egg program or offer or experience that people just know they want to be in. And of course, like I said, the compounding effect of content, community, building the trust, all of these pieces really added up to the groups skyrocketing. And so many of you know the story of the Academy of Breath. The first round, we had 64 people. It blew my freaking mind. I had no idea that we would receive that many people in our first round of the program. I was like, 13 would be cool. 64 people came in. And again, I really believe it's because it was the program that I was meant to create. I had been teaching breathwork for years. I was the only one in the social circle and the teachers that I and the studios that I taught at in LA and in San Diego that were offering it in the way that I offered it. And people just associated me with it. And so when I came out with the certification, it was a no brainer for so many people. So when that happened though, there were three things that I think is really helpful for all of you to think about in why it was successful. I mean, there's a lot of different things, but that's a whole course. It's a whole program. It's called Group Magic Mini Mind. <laughs> but three things that I want you to walk away from. The first is don't be afraid to leverage your current clients or your current network. Again, if you're just starting out and haven't worked with anybody yet, or you have current clients that are one-on-one, -on -one, don't be afraid to leverage these people. If you have a bunch of one-to-one -one clients, it's like, why not just say, hey, I'm putting together a high-level space with my favorite clients and would love to be, for you to be a part of it. It's going to be a mastermind-like experience. You're going to get the same support or we're going to have the same conversations that we have in one-to-one, -one, except it will be in a bigger community. It's going to be powerful as fuck. You're going to love the people. Let me know if you're on board with this and just sell it on the back end. You don't even have to do a like social media launch or anything like that. Like literally just have conversations with your clients. There were so many people that I reached out to for my Catalyst group the first time that Catalyst launched, which was like two weeks or no, excuse me, not two weeks, two months before AOB launched. And there were so many people that were just in my world that were previous clients. And I was like, hey, I think you should be a part of this. And so many of them were like, okay, yeah, amazing. The second thing is when you are shifting from one-to-one -one into groups, typically when you're shifting into a group experience, you're going to have the launch. One-to-one, -one, usually no launch. I know some people that do do launches for one-to-one, -one, but for the most part, you're just selling one-to-one -one throughout the year, talking about how you have space available. There's not like an official launch window for people to come in. With groups, there typically is because there's a start date. So what I will suggest and what I found to be really, really helpful for the first four or five groups that I ran 
was giving myself a longer window to launch. Not only does this create a lot more space for you to not feel like, oh my God, I got to get everybody in right now, but it will also give people time to make that transitional association of, ah, okay, now they have a group offer. Let me see what this offer is about. Let me hear them talk about the offer. It also gives you space to throw in different fun ideas in the launch, like hosting a free workshop or a free masterclass. Last week, I did a masterclass on why your group offers probably aren't scaling. That has nothing to do with the economy. And I was able to do that because I have so much more space before the group magic mini mind starts. So it can be really helpful, especially in the beginning when your audience is just warming up or you're newer in business to give yourself a little bit more space in a, in a launch so that you can just truly create a buzz, get people in the doors and have the space to adjust your strategy as you go. I also love the different fun things that you can bring into a longer launch. Not that you can't do this in a shorter launch, but you can do early bird, discounted time periods, bonuses, giveaways. There's just so many different things that you can do. And when you have a longer period of time, you can really have fun with all of those different things. I've always done early bird. I've always done that discounted time period. I love doing bonuses. I love doing giveaways and they work so well to just create buzz and excitement around the program because people love being a part of those things as well too. People love saving money. People love gifts. People love feeling special. So just think of those things. And then the last thing that is more of like a mental piece for you to understand is that there are highs and lows of every single launch. No two launches look the same. And every single time that I launch, there's always like a 24 to 48 hour period where I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? And it's so freaking normal. But what I've learned through the process of primarily building group experiences is that you cannot let a single day define your belief in what's possible for the launch. I've shared this before. It's been a while since I've shared it, but when I'm launching, I have the mentality of I go big until the very end. In fact, I go big past the end. I let people come in through the back door. <laughs> Don't pull that quote. Do not clip that and then put it over some nasty ass thing. <laughs> <laughs> I let people go through the back door in my launches so that they can get in even when the door closes, the front door closes. That's how big I go. And so you really have to have that mentality when you're launching group experiences. There are so many different things that I could say about launches, so many different things that I could say about transitioning from one-to-one -to, -one to group, so many different things that I could say about scaling and refining offers and how to hold the space of one-to-one -one versus group. And like I said earlier, like how different it is to hold that space, but how even though it's different, you can still create an intimate experience. So if this has been resonating with you at all, and if you are someone who's in a position where you know that creating group experiences is a part of your purpose and your mission through your business, a group experience could be a masterclass, it could be a membership, it could be a mastermind, it could be a signature scalable offer, but hey, it could be a certification. But if you know that that's where your heart is, if you know that that's how you want your business to look because you value your time, you value being able to have a income with no ceiling, then I would highly recommend diving into the Group Magic Mini Mind. We start at the end of August, August 21st. 
And like I said, it's a hybrid. So there's the masterminding aspect of it and there's also the training aspect of it. I typically do my masterminds as only masterminds, but this topic is just like so big to me and so near and dear to my heart. It's truly what has allowed for me to live the life that I live. Let me fall in love with my business on a new level and also create a seven-figure brand. So I'm really excited to be teaching the individuals that are already signed up for the mini mind. Again, we still have spaces available. You can go to the show notes to check it out right now until the end of July. $500 off plus a one-to-one call. The program is $2,500 for the eight weeks. So very, very accessible. We do have payment plans available. And if you have any questions at all, send me a DM at Ava Johanna, or you can also email us hi at avajohanna.com. So with that being said, I hope that this was valuable for you to just see where I started to where I am now, the things that really helped, the mindsets, the fears that I got over, how I move through fears as well too, and also how freaking epic it is to run group experiences. So if you're thinking about it, definitely, definitely, definitely don't hold back. Create a group experience. Go all in till the very end. Know that everything that you're doing is compounding on itself and trust that if group experiences are on your heart that it truly is meant to be. All right, y'all. I'll see you soon. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Alchemized Life. As always, all of the things that we mentioned inside of the episode you can find inside of the show notes including links to our upcoming programs like the Academy of Breath, our 12-week breathwork and meditation certification program, and Breathwork, our six-week personal practice course. Both of those can be found at academyofbreath.org. And if you're interested in any of my upcoming business coaching programs like Proximity, my 12-month membership, which is essentially an all-access pass into every program, every course, and hot seat community coaching calls once a month, you can find that at avajohanna.com. And finally, if you enjoyed this week's episode, it would mean the world if you share it with a friend or tag us on your social media. Make sure to tag me at I am Ava Johanna. And if you've been listening to the show every Tuesday, it would be so appreciated if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts and give the show a follow on Spotify. I truly am so grateful for all of your support and this amazing community that we've built since 2018. And I cannot wait to see you guys next week for another show.